Welcome to Out of the Float, where float centers thrive, our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. We love it when you join us as we work together and raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Art of the Float, and visit us on artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff. You're definitely going to want to click the link to uh, hear our guest tonight. I'm excited to get into that. Uh, first, I'm your host, Dylan. I uh, run the float shop with my wife, Sandra Calm, in Portland, Oregon. And I just stumbled over my words because I said I'm your host. I'm your co-host. I've got my other co-host here, Amy of Float Nashville, who's uh, got an incredible story going on every episode talking about building out her second float center. So we're going to check in with her in just a little bit. And behind the scenes, we've got Brian. He's not even behind the scenes anymore. I don't know why I'm, why I'm saying <laughs> that. Brian Van Pesky, uh, co-founder of, of Art of the Float here, my my editor back in the day when this was just a blog. How are you doing, Brian? Doing good. Excellent. Tonight we have Sarah Maynard Murray, who has created iRest Mindfulness Meditation for Flotation Therapy. We'll get into all that, but basically we finally have audio recordings to guide you through meditation, specifically made for the float experience. I'm really excited to talk with her and dive into that and uh, learn how it's used in the float tank and, and where it's going to go in the future. But uh, Brian, we, I mean, I don't want to spend any more time on this than we need to because we've been talking about it every episode, but uh, we've, we've done, a, done a really big Patreon launch and a lot of people showed up to support us and we're humbled to say the least. So thank you everybody <laughs> for all of your support. Uh, our, our intention when we first started this Patreon was, you know, maybe somebody signs up one week, maybe a couple weeks in the future. And if they do, we'll read their name at the beginning of the show. As it turns out, a lot of you have been <laughs> signing up. So it seems like every episode we're thanking people. And now we have a lot of people to thank. Yeah, thank you. Thank had, you. Thank you. <laughs> we had a lot of newcomers from our, our last big push. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, getting people in, uh, before January. Uh, for uh, and for a special thanks, we have a lot of amazing photos to yeah, send everyone that yeah. signed up. Yeah, that should be in your inbox. We sent those out um, actually just before we started recording this. So check your inbox and also check Patreon for updates. Um, we want to give a huge thanks to all of our new supporters, all of our longtime supporters as well. Um, I'm going to need <laughs> some help here, um, but I'll start with thanking uh, Carolyn McGinn, Andy Larson, Autumn uh, Maguera. Josh Giles, Howard Weissman, Silka Wolrad, Jeff Spinks. Uh, you take a break there. I'll take a few more here. All right. <laughs> Colleen Karen, William Landis. Hey there. Stacey Vaughn, Adrian Evarez, Dustin Shannon, Trika Drake. I think I know that name. Hi, Trika. Mm -hmm. David Burv and Roger Mayer. I think I know that name too, Mr. Pro Float. Thank you guys and for supporting us. There are more. There are more. I will take it to the end. <laughs> Please do. Thank you so much to Deborah Worthington, mm -hmm. Be Still Float Studio, Valerie Titford, Sarah Garvin, mm -hmm. Reset Float, Maria Bovraskaya. Hope I said that right. Sorry, Maria. <laughs> uh, float Quad Cities, Kevin O'Malley, Elizabeth Jones, and finally, last but not least, Certainly Zach not. Paul Marin. Really, guys, thank you so much. It, it, it's big. If you want to understand a little bit more about uh, what all this was about and what it means to us, just uh, read our read our post in Patreon, and, and uh, we'll, we'll save it for that. <clears throat> if anybody wants to sign up currently, patreon.com forward slash art of the float is where you want to sign up to get 
a minimum set of, it seems like 20 is the minimum uh, photos from every photo set. They only seem to be getting better from my point of view, but also the feedback just seems to be getting more and more positive. I've received a lot of positive feedback from this, this latest photo set for February. Uh, so thank you guys for that feedback. Uh, you get 20 sets, uh, excuse me, at least 20 pictures, although the last one is 42. Uh, and um, social media, email blasts, newsletters, posters. I've seen a lot of banners with these images now, which is crazy. It's like, I took that picture. What? Anyway, you get to use those things for all, all of that. Um, and uh, yeah, anything else I should add to that, Brian? <laughs> no, uh, I think you got it covered. Yeah, cool. I mean, we send new sets out every month. So if that's something you're interested in, artofthefloat.com. Or, or sorry, patreon.com forward slash art of the float uh, to check it out. That's right. Yeah, and $10 level is the minimum for that. And uh, yeah, pretty pretty low price, I think, for, for the assets that you get. I want to uh, let everybody know about the float conference coming up August 18th and 19th. I mean, if you don't know about the float conference at this point, well, let me inform you. It's, it's an incredible experience. Two days in Portland that is chock full of dense information about floating, running your business, and perhaps the best part of all, socializing with other people who are passionate about floating and wanting to bring it to other people. So please join me, come into Portland, check out the float conference. And I said two days, but really, if you want, show up before that and join the workshop on how to start a float center, learn about construction and float tank maintenance, marketing, all the good stuff. Uh, that is August 16th through the 17th, on, right beforehand. I think the 17th is a half day. Uh, so you can get to all the festivities and parties that occur. Because uh, that, that is another thing that the Float Conference, uh, Ashcon and Graham are good at, is not just putting on an amazing conference with as, in regards to the information, but they're just really good at putting on a good party. So show up for that as well. Go to floatconference.com for details and uh, sign up for the email as well so you can get any pre-sale tickets as well, which is always a bonus. Cool. Amy, how are you doing? Thanks for reading those names, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. I hope I didn't I didn't butcher anyone's name too much. I do it every <laughs> week. <laughs> you do a great job. Thank you. Uh, yeah, things are going. So we've had some pretty dark weeks lately. Things have been things have been tough. We've been running into some issues with our with our contractor. Uh, communication issues. Mm -hmm. We hope that's all it is, just communication issues. It might be more. Mm. Uh, but we've just seen some discrepancies and some, oh. we've started to have some concerns. So uh, he kept pushing back the date when he would be finished. Like one week it was the end of January. Then one week later, now it's the middle of February. One week later, now it's the you know, middle of March. We're like, wait a second. How can we be dropping back, you know, so many weeks after just one week? Um, and there's been some there's been some commu communication issues. So, um, you know, when you get to the point where you're trying to get open, you got to make money. You know, yeah. you only have so much money. And Float Nashville is a three float tank center. It is not meant to support the bills for a 5,800 square foot mm -hmm. center and a loan and insurance and utilities. So things were things were getting a little rough. And wow. we had a meeting with the contractor. Didn't really couldn't get the information we we wanted uh, i don't know if he's just uh, <laughs> you know if he's just confused or if he's just not very good at this part uh but anyway we decided we had a meeting and we decided that um that in order to get open faster that we needed to dump this contractor oh and wow. yeah <laughs> and okay. get moving with somebody else um 
So what we've been trying to do, the goal has been to get what they call temporary UNO, uh, which is basically uh, an occupancy, basically something where we can open up for business temporarily. Uh, So the goal is to open the tap room so we can bring in some money, any money, Mm -hmm. um, while we finish out the, um, the float center. Right. Because our building is quite large. Yeah. Just to cover, at this point, I'm just like, look, all I need to do is cover my overhead and, and the, uh, the payment for the cryotherapy machine is coming up and we don't, you know, we don't even have it in. We're not using Uh. it. So (laughs) yeah. So when you have, you know, $10,000, $15,000 of expenses coming up. Um, you need to move your butt. So, so the cryo machine yeah. isn't something where, like, I don't know, you could kind of beta test it with just drywall up no, and no painting. Nope. It's not. Not at all. No, uh, no, no. No, not not at all. No, with the ventilation and getting it installed and doing the training and getting the nitrogen. Oh, wow. And it is not a simple task. Okay. And, um, and our st- city in particular, where we're going into, has had some issues with it. And we've had to fight for everything. So it's not something, it's not a, pl- it's not a plug and play. Right. Got it. So. So it has been a bit of a a bit of a pain. So we, so we I left the phone call last night. We all had a, a team meeting, which, by the way, I want to tell you probably one of the best things that has happened throughout this. If y'all remember, I attempted to buy a building. I, sp- I wasted an entire year trying to buy a building, and the reason, one of the many reasons it fell through, was because you know as you're creating a team, and when I say a team, I'm not just talking about your your staff. I'm talking about your banker, your lawyer, your real estate agent, your your architect, your contractor. You want people who are on your side and who are fighting for you. And what happened when we were buying the building is we had a banker who was actually working against us and actually doing some things that uh, that were, well, I won't go much into it. You can listen to those podcasts <laughs> uh, over again. But basically, he was he was being some he did some things that were unethical. He put a lot of roadblocks in the way. He wasn't helpful, and we came across some issues. Um, the one thing that I have discovered during this process is that I have developed an amazing team, and I hope that for every single person who starts a float center, because when you have a banker in your corner, when you have a lawyer that you can call. When you have a real estate agent or an architect who on those bad days is going to come in and they're going to give you a great pep talk, you are, you're winning. I mean, you're, you have the best chance in the world of succeeding because you have an amazing team that you can call on. When you have a problem, you can get it solved quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's what happened this week. So we all had a meeting on, uh, actually last night from when we were recording this, and we're like, look, this is the plan. Everybody has their own thing. You know, you go and talk to code. You go and find out this information. And everybody had their own little thing to do. And I walked away from it not having a whole lot of hope. Because I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be another month till we can just even apply for this UNO. Um, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, how we're going to survive that long. How we're going to pay bills. Right. How am I going to, you know, Rob Paul pay Peter. This <laughs> is what we're doing. This is like my life now. Instead of running a float center, all I'm doing is trying to figure out how to make all this money work. It's like a big puzzle. And I woke up this morning and uh, Liz, uh, my architect, had called codes and she got some information. She's, she's like, you know, y'all are very close to UNO. She thinks we think we can get this done pretty quickly. Um, they, In fact, the contractor is going to uh, sent the project manager out to see what we can do to get this quickly. And we are actually getting an inspection tomorrow. And we have three more inspections after that to get the UNO. So oh, instead well, of waiting okay. weeks, um, they've been working and doing the bare minimum to uh, to apply for this temporary UNO. 
And all of a sudden, you know, today everything feels a little bit lighter. There's hope. You can do anything when there's hope on the horizon. It doesn't matter how dark it is. When you know, when you have have a plan, and and you get just the littlest uh, speck of light on the horizon, everything just seems to come together. So, after a few weeks of it being in a very dark place, of everything and anything going wrong, and it, and things have gone really, really wrong. In the, I don't talk about it too much because, you know, why. I could sit around and complain, but it's not going to get me anything, and nobody learns <laughs> anything from that, and nobody gets anything from that. So who does? Who wants to sit and listen to me complain? But a lot of things have gone really wrong. But now that I have that speck of hope, I went to this day like, oh, it's the best day ever. I feel fantastic. Um, you know, awesome. it, it kind of awesome. gets you ready to get up Good and fight hear. again. So a little extra wind in the sails. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get some energy to fight, and that's what you need to nice. do when you're yeah. starting a business. It's all a big uphill fight, it, and that's it, not meant to scare. <laughs> right. Well, it's to just, a degree, it should. A little bit. Yeah. To a degree, it, it should. <laughs> but but it's amazing how, how much uh, it's mental, though, right? Like, it, yeah, just a little sure. bit of information, wind in your sails, let's go, let's go get them, let's get it done. A, a good yeah. team is so important, too. I mean, I've, yes. I, I've been dealing with um, our, our buildings under construction, um, and we had, we ended up hiring a building consultant, which was a lot of extra money. Um, they were the top pick of all the building consultants we looked at, but they have had our back every single uh. week and day throughout this entire project, dealing with the contractors, construction workers, they're coming by inspecting all the work that's being done, giving them plans on how, what should be done and how they should do it. Jeez. And it's been I'm so glad we have them on our mm-hmm. team because if it was just mm-hmm. the HOA board, like dealing with construction, we'd be in a really bad spot right now. So a good team is is very nice to have. Nice. Even when it costs you a little bit of money or, mm-hmm. or that sort of thing, it's totally worth it. Oh, yeah. totally worth I it, f- yeah. I feel, you know, we, we went with not the cheapest loan. We went with not the cheapest lawyer. We didn't go with the most expensive either, but I feel so supported. And it does. It makes all the difference, and it takes work off of your plate so you can focus on your genius work. So if you haven't mm-hmm. started developing those teams or you have people, if you have a real estate agent or an architect who's not working for you, who's not fighting for you, um, yeah, find someone new. You, you could do better because there, there are people out there. Trust me, I've been through a lot mm-hmm. of bad ones, but I, I will hold on to these good ones. Until the day I die. They're not going anywhere. In fact, I don't want to tell anybody their names in case people <laughs> start hiring them. Uh, I'm kind of like, no, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't refer you to my friends because not unless we have an agreement that you are, you won't ever leave me in the dust. Right. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> I just, we need to contract this first. We need contracts. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they really thing. appreciate that lack of word of mouth. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I know they go exactly. by. Secret. Exactly. <laughs> Secret well, good you know, work. Yeah. Got to hold on to them. You got to make sure that they're right. Isn't that how it works? That's right. That, yeah, that's what I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been good. How's your week, Dylan? How My week going? has been, uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I guess I've kind of broken the, the fourth wall a bit uh, the last couple of weeks because it's we've been so, I, I've been working on the photos so much. My eyes have just been bloodshot. We, we or I, I keep saying we, we are, I am out of the float. We are out of the float. But um, just remastering 300 photos and going through those and color correcting and adjusting and, and all that has just taken up an insane amount of my time. And then... <laughs> Uh, 42 new photos as well going up there. Uh, like literally the last few days, my eyes have just been bloodshot every single day. <laughs> it's been really weird. Uh, but but in the meantime, we've been working on a little Valentine's promo. 
it's really a push for our membership to be quite honest if you really were to break it down but basically uh for for a few weeks this month we're uh, dropping the price for a second person to come in and if you're a member the person comes in for free so it's not like a hard push or anything but there's just a little bit of fomo in case um uh to bring somebody in if, if you're a member or to sign up for a membership just because it's a shorter window of time uh but, but no, nothing crazy and uh we're excited to do th- to do that I, i'm always uh i don't know if trepidatious is the right word but i think it is trepidatious to do something for valentine's day specifically because you can only fill in so many slots and do something special for so many people and, and we will have chocolates and do a few things like that but uh, to put it out there and announce like the Valentine's special. I mean, if it was a sale or something that you could take home and then um, uh, you wouldn't have to provide something when they arrive, something special that you'd have to keep on stock, something like that, then I'd be all about it. But, but I don't want to, I don't want to go that route. Beyond that, uh, I, I was helping my daughter rock climb. She's 14 months. And uh, so she's tiny, but apparently I was just in the, the worst position possible. It was right after I woke up, she wanted to go rock climbing and I just totally tweaked my back as she kind of mm. slipped and I just took all her weight and uh, I've been in a lot of pain, which meant I got to have a massage, which has been, um, I was going to say my first this year, but even if you go to last year, it's been <laughs> under, I'd say three or less. I'd be shocked if I had three. So uh, that oh, was great no. to get a massage. And then I went into a float right afterwards, or I, I guess a little bit afterwards, I got a meal, then went in for a float. And it has been an insane amount of time for floating as well, probably around the same number since Erica was born. It's been so few floats. So I just went, um, well, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more when I, when we bring Sarah on here, because I was actually listening to the IRS meditations during the float, but, uh, it was just so good to be back. And we, we usually don't talk about the float itself very much from, from our personal points of views, but my God, it was like coming home. It was so good to just be right on the water there. And it, it just, you know, it takes a little while for your muscles to relax and all that stuff. No, my body was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I know where we are. Let's get to it. I'm done letting go. And I felt so good afterwards, so relaxed. And uh, I, I've said it since I first started floating and telling people about it. Listening to music after a float is the best thing on earth. And so I was just listening to some good music and loving my life. And so it just drove home on, on cloud nine. So that was great. Uh, sounds lovely. You know, we actually did a, a wellness fair this morning. And oh. you're sitting there telling person after person after person. It was a very small one, but mm. uh, person after person about floating and the experience. And it's so funny. As the morning went on, I was so tired this morning. We haven't, I haven't had a chance to sleep much. And uh, as the morning goes on, I, I can tell every time someone comes up, I'm getting more and more excited. And it's like, oh, have you heard of floating? You haven't. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Let Grab me by tell the you all about Let me and tell I, you about floating. <laughs> and I was so excited to get back. Uh, I wanted to go in the tank. Unfortunately, I had a meeting. Uh, but I'm like, tomorrow I'm going. I'm, uh, tomorrow is my float day. I'm making it my float day. I got so excited because as you're telling people, you're remembering it all over again. Oh, Your body does yes. remember that, doesn't it? Totally. You're Crazy. getting back into the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yep. Uh, uh, that's so good, good stuff. So jealous. Well, now I want to bring Sarah on. Before we move on, I want to thank Float Fuel for their support. You want to go to floatfuel.com and use the promo code AOTF to get 50%, 15% off of your order of Epsom salt. They uh, also do free shipping on full pallets of Epsom salt, which currently is at 57 cents a pound. So 
uh, go to floatfuel.com, put in your order. They're um, making sure that there aren't any contaminants in their Epsom salts, so you're going to avoid that brown water when you're mixing it in. And, uh, I mean, a float shop is ordering two pallets uh, oftentimes, but a, a pallet minimum. And I think for any float center, getting a pallet in there and having a backup for your float tank at any given time is, is a smart thing to do. Uh, so, again, floatfuel.com is where you want to go to get some great high-quality, great Epsom salt and also get a deal as well uh, by using that promo code AOTF. Sarah Maynard Murray, welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Thank you. I'm I'm doing well, and I just wanted to say I got the email of all the photos before oh, uh, I came on. They're amazing. Yay. So congratulations <laughs> for having bloodshot eyes the last uh, two days. <laughs> they turned out great. Sarah's a fan, all right. Yeah, they they looked uh, great. They looked great. Yay. Wow. Thanks so much. Great. Well then, I'll. I need you to fill out my survey. There'll be a survey going out soon. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I wanna, I wanna know Send me the link. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, I want a little bit of background on you first before we, we begin. Um, I know you're educated, and I also know that you own a float center, and I don't know where we're going to begin, but uh, <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, as far as educated, I have a degree that says I can look things up in a book. Like, that's pretty much, you know, like what a master's <laughs> degree is, is just saying you, you're qualified to oh, look funny. things up. Yeah. Got it. So um, I spent 13 years in the military. I was in the Air National Guard. Um, I've taught fifth and sixth grade. I've done behavioral oh. therapy with kiddos um, on the autism, autistic, autism spectrum. Um, I've done, I don't know, kind of random, a little bit of everything. I worked in aerospace non, for a nonprofit uh, company, um, worked with kiddos in the special education um, department for a while. So kind of just hodgepodge what, of things. What, uh, what originally drew you to fifth and sixth grade and special needs? Um, I just kind of fell into it. I was, um, working at a before and after school, um, daycare facility where I was finishing my bachelor's, which is in corporate fitness. And there was a, a student there who, um, had reactive attachment disorder. And I just really enjoyed working with that student mm -hmm. and found it challenging. And, um, you know, but also I saw like the benefits of like taking the time to work with a student like that, not only just for the student, but for myself as well. It was mm -hmm. really rewarding. So I decided I was going to get my master's degree and did behavioral therapy for a while and then was like, ah, I want to check out, you know, what, what the public education scene is and mm. taught fifth grade and decided that was not for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I moved on and found a, a place in aerospace where I uh, still could work with kids and teach them a technical skill and it was really great. Oh, so, cool. Got yeah. it. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Uh, and, and when did you start to get involved with iRest? What is Yeah, what is so um, I was, like I said, in the military very, um, I still probably am type A, but it's not as apparent as it used to be, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Or maybe it is, I don't know, you have to ask Jonathan. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I had this this goal, you know, I had this really good job in aerospace I liked. I was um, in the Air National Guard, so I was doing that thing. Um, and then I met Jonathan and we discovered we were pregnant, so we got married. And then John's like <laughs> in the middle of like all of this float center business. I'd never heard of floating before. And like when he first told me, I was like, oh my God, that's like the most quintessential hippie Portland thing ever. <laughs> like oh, you are yeah, such right. a hippie, right? You know, like... <laughs> But then he was cute, so I wanted to keep, like, talking to him, so I tried it, and I was like, oh, this oh, is funny. awesome, after the first time, and um, so, you know, I kind of joined him on this journey 
to build a float center. And um, then after we had Piper, I, I had really bad um, postpartum depression with her. Oh. I had a really hard time connecting with her. Um, oh. You know, I had left my job that I felt I was really good at and really found rewarding to like run this business and who knows what they're doing. Like, no, I didn't know what I was doing. So I felt like really just lost and having our time connecting with Piper. And so I finally, like six months later, drug, you know, swallowed my pride and drug myself to my primary care physician. And she's like, okay, well, I'd like you to see a counselor. And I was like, oh, can you just provide me something? Like, I need to like get on (laughs) with like my day, you know, like I have goals and things to do and I don't have time for this. And yeah. She's like, no, so go to this person. And so I saw my counselor and she walks in. And she's, so mind you, I'm like super like military type A, like not a lot of room for like any holistic alternative anything, right, or in my Portland space at that time. Yeah. yeah. And so in comes walking this counselor and she's like wearing yoga pants. And I think she had Birkenstocks <laughs> on. She might have even been in bare feet, not really sure. I can't remember. And I was like, what the F is going on? Like. <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, oh, I would like to. And she did. I rest in her practice. And she's like, I would like, you know, are you open to this meditation? I was like, are you going to write me a prescription for what I need? Like if I try this and she was like, just try it. And I was like, fine. So so she did it in a session and I fell asleep the first time and I woke up and I felt so good. And I was pissed when I walked out of her office because um, come to find out I had PTSD um, and an anxiety disorder I'd never dealt with because I um I'm a survivor of domestic uh, violence and sexual assault. And I just like stuffed that away. And then like when you have a baby, you can't stuff things away anymore because you have to like, you know, be like with this creature. So while it was postpartum depression, it was really all these uh, underlying things I had just never taken care of. Right. Mm. So I left her office feeling great after the first session. And I was really mad. I was like. Yeah, yeah, why the pissed part? Because for the first time in like 20 years, I felt good. Like. I felt like super relaxed and rested. And I was like, what did she do to me? Like I slept the whole time, you know? And I was just like, ah, why, why is it taking me so long to feel this relief? And so I kept going back to her. And then eventually I just kept like listening to the meditations at night for like six months straight um, to help with my insomnia. And then one day I just magically woke up and said, I'm going to leave the military. I didn't know I was thinking I needed to leave the military. And I was like in the middle of my third enlistment. I was working uh, underneath the general. Like you just don't walk into somebody's office and say, huh. I'm, I'm done. But yeah. I did. And then that's, and he signed my paperwork. And so I was wow. like, there is something to this meditation oh, nice. stuff. Like it is super <laughs> powerful, right? So I went to the first. Um, and and so how, my, I'm, how mm-hmm. old was Piper at that point? She uh, just to be the was about a year when I left the military okay. yeah and so then and, and, and mm-hmm. uncharted waters your float center how long had that been open at that point oh see we had a baby and a business all at the same time i would not recommend that for people um <laughs> who are listening not, not a good idea so uh the float center <laughs> opened up when piper was about six months old so everything was all kind of happening at oh, the same wow. time i literally wow. cannot imagine that That's yeah it was wild. pretty crazy yeah um and so then I, I went to this training um, because I wanted to see like the science behind why this was working because, you know, I need to know like facts of like why I'm feeling better. Yeah. No intention of teaching. Um, mm. And then I like the first day after the training, I'm like driving down the I-5 calling my counselor and was like, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my <laughs> life. It's so amazing. And John calls me obsessed. I say passionate. 
So we've agreed on passionately obsessed. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, Great compromise. Um, and then I just, I don't know, I just, it just fit so well for my life and made such an impact that I just kind of went through it and uh, really wanted to get my certification so I could work on research projects and, um, you know, who knows what can happen once you're fully certified. Um, and so then I completed that process. It took me about two years. And so I just finished last March with my certification. So. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of like the down and dirty quick <laughs> story about me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being an open book. Can I go back a little bit mm -hmm. and that that timeline of your story of opening uncharted waters yeah so um i'm uh sure jonathan will, will be thrilled at my asking these questions but oh sure. come on. It, so you guys i've talked to you guys on skype uh, several times like mm -hmm. during opening and, and recently and we've talked business and all that and um you guys are super solid i've always considered you guys to be a great wonderful couple oh. and somebody who i i'm inspired by as well but i'm kind of surprised to hear that you guys um had you been dating a long time before? No. no. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No. I the, I no. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's just like let's just really open it all up. I've yeah. been married three times, so right. I mean, like by the third time, you kind of just know, you know, I, I don't know, <laughs> that, hail Mary at that point, right? Like, <laughs> so um, no, I don't know. It's just different with him. We just we click yeah. really well and. We have like this, we have very similar values on the, on things personally. And I think that that just kind of crosses over in business and yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And, and so then opening the business, which anybody, anybody who listens to this show know I went through like horrible fatigue and mm -hmm. uh, arguably depression, but definitely emotional fatigue during opening. I, I cannot. So, and then after Erica was born, my daughter, uh, lived in a cave for about a month where I didn't want to see anybody else's face. I don't, yeah. I see people on walks with their newborns who are a few weeks old. I'm like, what are you doing out of the house? How do you have the energy to be upright walking around? Cause my yeah. brain was just wrapping around this whole mm -hmm. baby thing, this whole human being that you're, is your whole new life. <laughs> yeah. Depends on you completely. Yeah. Um, so how did that, how did those two things converge of opening a business? It just kind of happened. And I think that's also like what kind of contributed to like my depression is because I, in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, I'm going to have this baby, take a couple months off and then go back to this job that I really enjoy doing. I didn't realize how much I would be involved um, oh, okay. with the float center. And then yeah. like, as it kept going, I'm like, Oh, and, and that's one thing um, also to Jonathan and I have um, very different skill sets, but they complement each other very well. So nice. in areas that he needed help in, I just happen to have that skill set from like my plethora of random jobs I've had. Right. right? And so but it also um, kept you hooked into the center. He needed you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so then, I, you know, as I realized, I wasn't probably if I, we were going to do this and make make a go of it, I probably wasn't going to go back to my my other job and so then I have to like reinvent or you know at that time I'm thinking I have to reinvent myself I have to now what do I do I've never ran a business before I've never been a mom before now I have you know this is my third husband like oh what am I gonna do like, <laughs> and then but but you're also in the reserves at this time right mm -hmm. and that's I, I forget, but it's like two weekends a month. Um, one week in a month and then two weeks a year. Um, okay. But so I worked um, in HR underneath the general. And so I did uh, like a lot of personnel things. And so there's always like opportunity to 
backfill and help support at home when folks were deploying and things like that. So I could, you know, have done as much as I wanted. Yeah. But that was my requirement. Uh, Okay. Just, just putting it all together. (laughs) That's just an incredible amount, an incredible amount you've put together. So um, we talked a little about um, iRest and how we've, we've covered floating as well. And I want to hear about how those two things started to blend together. And I'm also curious how Mm -hmm. they received it. I feel like we're in this insular um, community where we're all passionate about floating. But what mm-hmm. happens when you talk to an established brand or community about floating and bringing floating to it? Um, well, man, yeah, it's been interesting uh, with iRest. Um, I still am working the process of getting the recording uploaded onto their website. Um, but I threw it out in the forum that I'm a part of Um and actually, there was a quite a few people that responded, and some people had actually had similar thoughts of combining oh, the cool. two. So it's um, there's definitely interest out there as well in that community. And maybe I should back up a little bit mm-hmm. to just ask about iRest meditations, what they are and what their their goals and purpose mm-hmm. are. Uh, so iRest stands for Integrative Restoration. So we're integrating like daily stressors, anxiety, um, kind of all those human experiences we have, and we're restoring ourselves to like our whole and um, healthy, authentic nature, um, essentially. And so it's based on the ancient practices of Yoga Nidra, um, and the Department of Defense actually reached out to Dr. Miller back in 2006 to use this program to help people coming back with PTSD and traumatic brain injury mm-hmm. as a kind of an actually an alternative to medication. How that happened, I still don't know, because uh, <laughs> that just seems weird to me that the military would reach out right. to it, but uh, you know, it was meant to be. And um, yeah. so uh, they said, we would like, you know, to do yoga nidra with our troops, but you can't call it yoga. Because at that time, oh. the military was very much uh, in that mindset that I had, you know, like, not doing holistic right. anything, you know. So Dr. Miller created the acronym IREST um, okay. for Integrative Restoration. Fascinating. Yeah, so that it's been used um, at VA hospitals all over the, um, the country. There's a lot of work doing, uh, doing research right now with homelessness, chemical dependency, um, insomnia, uh, and lots of research with um, victims of uh, sexual trafficking going on right now, too. Wow. So. And the research that's come back from PTSD uh, related to uh, military personnel is it's shown uh, to be one of the most effective forms of treatment to include prescription medication. So hopefully you'll see it around a little bit more the next few years. Awesome. Uh, My experience in the float tank. Well, actually, I'm curious about how many other people have experienced this. I mean, it's out in the wild now, but before Mm -hmm. you released it, how many people have listened to this in a float tank? So um, I've been trying to do this project for a long time, but every time I would go to sit down and write the like the script for it, I just couldn't. And then I would get frustrated and be like, oh, it's a stupid idea. Like, I'm not going to do this. And um, and then I was chatting with one of my friends and they're like, well, why don't you just sit in the room with somebody and record it because that's like Uh, that's where the money is for you and I was like genius why didn't I think of that (laughs) and so I uh conned five of my friends to let me uh sit in there and and do a meditation while they were floating um and then from there I had those transcribed and then I kind of picked and and chose and picked some of the best ones of like how I wanted to present the first one um, mm-hmm. and then I went to the studio and then I, so, and then I did like a rough cut into my phone and then hooked it up to our speakers and I had four 
four or five different people um, float and listen to it just for Excellent. content, you know, because I didn't want it. I didn't want to go through if it was if it sucked. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I didn't want it like smart. that to be like my Very first. <laughs> so, what was their feedback when when they listened to the rough sample? Um, they walked out like they needed an Uber home. Like they were so relaxed. But then I was just then you know you have like all that mind chatter. Like, well, are they just being nice? Was there? Oh sure. Like my friends, they want to hurt my feelings, or you know. So I just went with it. I was like, oh well. I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. and, and so I should let everybody know this is available available on iTunes, Spotify. Is it available anywhere else currently? Um, Amazon Music. Okay, great. So mm-hmm. you can. And how do you want people to consume this? Uh, I think it's. Is it six tracks? There's an introduction. Um, there's only there's three. So there's a short okay. uh, a short one um, because I know some float centers. Uh, play music to get their people kind of mm-hmm. going on the float. So I thought maybe that might be an option if they wanted to try meditation instead. And then there's a long um, meditation or a longer one. And then I did um, a third one that's not specific to floating, but you could use it in the float tank or you okay. could use it um, not while floating because I wanted to have people experience it both ways. Um, Cause I'm kind of reaching two different communities, right? The float community and those um who are already eye resters or meditators. So I wanted to give them a choice or to use it how they wish. Got it. Cool. I, I think I'm confused because I hit play and went through all of it. Oh. During, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you could do that too. Time. You could do that too. Um, yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, so. so do you want, um, what makes more sense to you? And I'm sure it could work anyway, but I'm just curious if, if you have an idea, should the float center buy this track and offer it for people? Mm-hmm. Uh, or should they encourage their floaters to bring in their iPod? Does it just matter on the float tank? What, what do you envision? How I really consumed? had no um, expectation of that. My goal was just to, um, to finish the project. I mean, I, I wanted to combine John's passion for floating and like my love for iRest. And it was just like a really, um, that was my goal is to just combine them and see what happens. Um, I know we get a lot of feedback with clients who say like they can't turn off their brain and they can't shut it off enough. And so I just, if I could help just one person experience the beauty of a float, um, then I will have considered this very successful, you know? And um, that's why I tried to keep the first ones um, or the longest one about 30 minutes because by then my hope would be that people would be very relaxed and and they're like in the zone already. So they could like experience the rest of a float without any meditation. I I think that's very smart. I I do like that. I, so I wanted to talk about my experience in there a little (laughs) bit. I should say I, this was a little bit of a bunt on my part. I made a little bit of a mistake where I booked our tranquility float tank where you can put in an iPod. Uh, and then I got a text from the float shop saying, Hey, somebody else would like to use that. And I gave it up and uh, hopped into another float tank where you can't put in an iPod. So I just turned the volume up to maximum on my iPhone and listen to it that way. So I don't think it was the ideal of listening to it through the walls of my float tank, which would have been awesome. And I want to do that. Um, but it was loud enough. So I ended up using a float halo and kind of partially keeping my ears above the water. So I was able to listen to it. But the thing that hit me the most, oh, actually, mm, I don't know which one to say first. I'll say the actual float experience was, um, 
And I'm curious, I was like, so, oh gosh, I know I have to say this, but I don't know if this is going to be negative or, or not. No, I mean, but no. Now, now that you said people were like totally zoned out, I would, I was not able to pay attention throughout the whole thing. I would fade out and then be like, oh, that's right. I'm breathing in through one nostril, <laughs> breathing out. And then I'd be gone for a little bit again. And I really enjoyed that. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't a negative at all. That's, um, that's yoga nidra. So yoga nidra stands for yogic sleep. Right. And uh, what you experience, what we call paradoxical sleep. So you're like in this state of awareness where you're not sure if you're asleep or, or awake. And, and we get some feedback from our clients that they actually achieve that uh, through floating. But, um, you know, maybe you could just get there a little quicker if you're guided to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads me to the other thing, which is your voice and the recording. Like, I don't know how you recorded this, but I don't think it was on a laptop microphone. <laughs> no. Your voice no. was amazing for this, and your tone and the way that you were talking was, for me, perfect. I thought it was amazing. Well, thank you. I'm going to um, save that audio clip of you saying yeah. that and play that back to our daughter when she's like 12, the, and she's like, Mom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I went into a studio. Um, uh, I, I do some work in the nonprofit yoga studio in town and they do, they have out their podcast. So I went to, to the studio where they record that, um, and, and did it like real for real in a studio and everything. So yeah. it, it sounds like it, <laughs> it, it really sounds high quality. Um, thanks for making sure the bar was set that high. Oh, well, <laughs> um, your, your voice also, just how you talk. I was like, wow, she could, uh, do audiobooks as well. I have a few friends who do that. And I was like, oh, this is just the perfect voice for that. Have, do you have any experience with that or was it all? No, from... um, that's just my passion for it. Like yeah, I, yeah. and, um, I didn't, I mean, like I never really put much thought into like artists, like how they're, you know, sometimes they are like so intense about when they release something and like, it's like, you know, you hear them say it's such a part of me, you know, like you just hear it in one ear and it goes out the other. But like, really, I was very like nervous. I was, I just feel kind of vulnerable. Right. Because like, this is like, I love this. And it's made such a difference in my life and in every aspect, my parenting, my relationship with John, the way that I interact with people on a daily basis. And so Hmm. there's like a sense of vulnerability by, by completing the project. Yeah. Well, then even bigger congratulations. (laughs) Thanks. I really, truly think you you did a wonderful job. Brian, I know you listened to some of it as well. Um, I was complimenting the audio quality, her voice, and then, of course, what what it actually is as well. Did you have any thoughts on it you wanted to share? Um, I'm mostly jealous that you got to try it out in a float tank. I'm I'm eager to do that myself. Yeah. I haven't haven't floated frequently enough to kind of get into the rhythm of things. So I've found that oftentimes when I float, it'll be 20 minute nap and then wake up and I'm restless for, for the rest of my time in there. And usually I stick it out, but, um, it would be so awesome to have, have something to do like with a guided meditation, um, to help give, give my mind something to focus on. Um, but yeah, as far as like, I loved, I loved the, the, the meditations themselves. I agree. Your voice sounds Sounds awesome on the recording, and uh, I, I can't wait for this to get more exposure and see. Oh well, thank you. Um, see all the people that can benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. You know that brings up something else. As I got out of the float tank, I was talking to one of our employees about it, and he was like, "Oh my God, we get requests for uh, meditation tracks in the float tank all the time." And I was like, "Really? I thought that died down a long time ago, but no, apparently the demand is there." So 
I'll be excited to let our audience, our, our customers know that, that we're able to offer this. And I'm excited. Hopefully people listen to the show. They get inspired and they go, okay, let me put it out on, on our next newsletter or social media and say, hey, come on in and, and listen to this uh, and, and see how it impacts the float community. Yeah, like, well, oh thank God. you. Thank you for inviting me. It was really, I was really excited. So. Absolutely. Um, uh, there's something else I wanted to say about the experience. Um, uh, Brian reminds me, like, I also get to that point of like antsiness in the float tank or just my mind. It's almost like when you go to bed and you're like, I just want to let go. I don't want this busy mind to just have a voice there, um, kind of gently communicating to you or kind of guiding your thoughts and, and in a positive way, <laughs> which is nice, kind of reminds me of like, okay, I can't sleep tonight. I'm just going to try to read. And as soon as you start looking at the text, you're like, <laughs> you're absolutely asleep because your brain is not going to do the yeah. work of reading. Um, it, to a degree, felt like that to me of it just gives me enough something to guide me that I can let go again instead of just thinking about the bills and taxes and mm. you know just all, all the different things that are bouncing around uh, the next advertising campaign. It's just all, all the time. Uh, so, yes, um, again, that's not insulting, right? That's part no, of No, that's perfect. Yeah, no. So so I also teach like series here at the Float Center um, uh, and we go through each because there's like 10 steps in the protocol. And so we'll take, you know, a few weeks and go through each of the 10 steps so people can learn to implement that in their okay. daily life, um, you know, not in the float tank or not, you know, lying down right. listening to a meditation. So. And so it sounds like you created this and you simply wanted to create the product, hand it to the community and let them do what they will. Absolutely. I, I, uh, my goal was to do it and I did it. And so now, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like uh, I'm just, I'm excited to see how it lands. Um, and then also to be open, I don't know what every, you know, I can only, um, record from a place of what I know our clients want and, um, the, you know, the people who go through my IRS series, what they have mentioned that they need. So, you know, I'm very open to seeing what is out there for the rest of the community. If it's something that they're interested in, like, you know, having specific some meditations for Got it. this or the other thing or, you know, what works for them. So, Cool. Emmy, were you able to listen to any of this? I did. Unfortunately, While like Ryan, your... not in a float tank. <laughs> um, that is on my that is on my plan tomorrow. Because, okay. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just like Dylan said, he, he hit the points really well. Um, but oftentimes in the float tank, you need something to guide you, to put you in a, con I, I hate to use the word container, but in a way, that's mm. what it is to me. Instead of my brain going crazy, because I'm type A personality myself, and when I'm in the tank, I catch myself, especially in the beginning, I'm making my list. I'm like, okay, now I have to do this and this and this, and then I have to do this next, and how am I going to solve that? And I, I break things down. So it kind of spirals out of control after a while. You start thinking of one thing, the next thing you know, your brain is in 10 different places. When you have something guiding you, when you have that that gentle voice bringing you back to what you're supposed to be and where you're supposed mm -hmm. to be, um, the reality of it is that the type A personality in me is like, oh, well, that's very efficient. That's perfect. That's exactly <laughs> what I need. <laughs> it's lovely. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, we do also get uh, get quite a few requests for guided imagery in the tank. And mm. a few years ago, I made some, but they weren't meant for the float tank. They really weren't. That wasn't the purpose of them. They weren't supposed to be used. But we we put them on our 
our uh, iPods simply because that's you know that's what we have and that's what we can that's what we can use um, without breaking copyright laws. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> you know so that's what we've been utilizing. So I'm I'm super excited to get these and I did want to clear it with you and and um, just make sure that it is okay for a, is it okay for a float center to download these and use them in a commercial way? Yeah, I mean okay I you okay. I had no idea how we were going to use it, and I just, you know, I just, I just wanted it to be out there um, as a tool because I love floating, and I know this program's really made a difference. And um, the reason I love Iris is because it's steeped in in science, and so um, we have seventy thousand thoughts a day, and most of those land on like a default network, like negative recursive thinking, um, and our brain automatically um, puts those into long term memory where thoughts of well-being and joy and happiness, it takes three to 30 seconds to bank to long-term memory. So mm-hmm. by having people experience it in the flow tank, right, they're there for at least nice. 60 minutes or they get to bank all those long-term memory feelings of joy, happiness, and well-being. So That's amazing. Love it. I love it. And, awesome. and so it is uh, not just, if you have experienced yoga nidra, it's going to be very familiar to you. I think a lot of the, the, the principles are there, but it is also specific to the float experience itself. And so you are gaining awareness of your body while in the float tank mm-hmm. environment. And it, it's very aware of that, or I should say you are very aware <laughs> of that while you're, while you're talking, which is just so cool. I, we don't, uh, as a float industry, get a lot of that, right? The, these float-specific uh, technologies. So it, it's, it was very exciting to be listening to that, uh, which uh, also is very self-aware that it, my speaker was blaring, so I know <laughs> they were hearing it out in the hallway too, or at least I assume they were. So they got a taste of that as well. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you um, have put this out to the community. The feedback is, is going to come back, and it sounds like you're open to doing more of this. Mm-hmm. I, my first thought was, uh, since I didn't know that I had listened to several tracks during the whole time, was <laughs> a, a longer one for my 90-minute float so mm-hmm. that I can actually have that the, the whole time so I can have the quote-unquote training wheels, which was was really nice to have. Like, I didn't have to ever let my brain do its own thing because it's very dangerous. Uh, so it can just literally have that guide the entire time. Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. And that's the beauty um, of iRest and the program that Dr. Miller created is, you know, once you're certified, they pretty much just like, you know, fly with whatever, (laughs) you know, as long as you're using their protocol, you know, but they leave the creativity up to you and you really use your own voice. So. so they were pretty receptive to. I haven't really gotten a whole lot of feedback yet. And to be honest, that's that's my fault, because, again, like that vulnerability, like mm-hmm. um, it's one thing to bring it to the float community because, I mean, there's not a whole lot of other meditations out there. Right. But like to give this project to people who that's what they do for their for their right. livelihood. I mean, you've been trained. Um, mm-hmm. It makes me super nervous. <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to, that's, I'm going to work up the courage to like, go ahead and let everybody know, but maybe, maybe wait for the more positive feedback <laughs> yeah. from our community and then <laughs> kick their door down. <laughs> yeah. uh, where can people message you if they do have some feedback or questions, mm-hmm. want to get a hold of you? Can they, can they email you? Yeah, you can email me at sarah at float253.com or we're on Facebook, Instagram, you know, social media. All the good stuff. You can't do it without it, apparently. Yeah, (laughs) I know it. They suck you right back in because you own a business. Yep. Uh, Again, for everybody who's listening, iTunes, uh, Amazon (laughs) Audio, Spotify is where you can check this out and use it in your own float tank. And then please bring it to your community if you think it's worthwhile and positive. I truly do. Uh, I think 
that's that's about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Sarah. Yeah, thank really you for having me. It was it was fun. On. And and thanks for creating this for our community. Before we go, I want to thank Float Away uh, as well for supporting the show. Float Away creates the Float Around, Float Cabin, Tranquility Float Tank, all sorts of different float tanks that can fit in your float center, including the Float Around in Tulsa, Oklahoma, used at Liber, which recently got published. Wahoo! So excited about that. Quick plug, we've got uh, just Dr. Justin Feinstein on tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun to talk with him, basking in the glow of a published paper. So uh, really excited to talk to him about that. Uh, but uh, he has trusted him and his lab to float away's float tanks, uh, where you can get um, not only the float tanks, but incredible advice from Ginny and Colin, as well as some other accessories like vibration pads, vibration pads that we've put under our tranquility float tank as well, uh, which is right on, on top of our lobby. So floataway.com again is where you want to go to check them out. Again, thanks to everybody for, for supporting us on Patreon. I was uh, brought to tears seeing, seeing that number increase. It was, uh, humbling is I think the only word that, that, uh, does it any justice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are available for consulting. If you want some assistance in starting or improving your business, we are available. Uh, we do appreciate those people who are supporting us on Amazon, which all you have to do is bookmark uh, Amazon. You can go to artofthefloat.com, find that link anytime you shop. A couple, couple ducats come our way, and it's greatly appreciated. We also are looking for some community feedback. If you are opening your float center, if uh, you're celebrating an anniversary, we'd love for, to hear a speak pipe from you, celebrate your wins, uh, any lessons learned, all that good stuff, and, and the tough stuff. The gold bar on the left side of the screen is what you want to click on. Leave a voicemail, and we want to play you on the air and uh, share in those wins and, and those lessons. This is uh, it's an incredible journey, and it's a small community here, and uh, share, it, share it with this crew here. It's a little family. <laughs> And I also just want to thank Kim for taking the show notes on tonight's episode. Remember, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week. Bye.